This is the Whiskey Rebellion podcast with your hosts Publius and Benevolus. Live from the fading empire known as the United States is episode 25 of 1794 Studios Whiskey Rebellion podcast. Brought to you, as always, by the guests and press. Of course, I'm your host, Publius, and joining me for this week, once again, as always, Benevolus. Be ungovernable. (laughs) And, you know, it's hard to believe we've, I mean, we've come this far. It seems like it's, it hasn't really even been that long, but we've hit the quarter century mark, 25th episode. Uh, It's brought a lot of joy, a lot of laughs for us uh, doing this. I don't know how we haven't been wrong yet, but we haven't. You know, it's it gets a little scary when you keep thinking about that. Um, <laughs> everything around us. I mean, you. I remember. I don't know. It was maybe after episode eighteen or nineteen. Benevolus texted me and said, "If we're really right about everything, we're so fucked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. And you know, it's it's not far from the truth, but it's really been an honor and a humbling experience. I'm speaking for Benevolus as well, but to know that so many, so many of you out there uh, tune in and listen to our bullshit every week. Isn't that the truth? It really is. You know, we get, we get pretty excited anytime, you know, on Fridays as we guys listen, views, analytics come in. Um, we just get so excited to see one, one new number pop up. Um, anytime we have something, something even small go a little viral on Twitter. We get a few new listens, a few new followers. Anybody that can join the audience to join in the rebellion is exciting for us. It's, it's It really is humbling uh, to know how many out there listen and enjoy this, and we hope to keep doing it. Um, we just want to thank the Whiskey Rebellion audience for all of your support of not only the podcast, but the Gazin Press, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh as promised on our last episode, we've we've poured a couple extra drinks tonight for ourselves, and uh, we're ready to motherfucking go, if I can say that. I'm sorry, Mother Benevolus. <laughs> of course, we'll still have Fuck the Elise later on. Don't worry about that. And, uh, a special twist to Benny tweets, uh, a little rapid fire between uh, Benny and myself. <clears throat> uh, first, first thing that's going to happen is I'm going to talk to you about why the Titanic actually sank. And then Benevolus is going to explain uh, the upcoming, what is this, the 20th anniversary of Mm -hmm. September 11th. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that. And another monster theory uh, relating to the 1990s. But before we get going, I I know uh, Benevolus has a few things he wants to get off his chest. (laughs) Yeah, I always (laughs) do. Thanks, Bootlist. You know, we often, when we're on here, we're, we're connecting the dots and, you know, not to plug ourselves on that, but the, the elites in the government, they want us to believe that everything we're talking about on here are conspiracy theories. And they want us to be cast out as, as lunatics, um, anti-government, racist, white supremacists. Um, I don't know why black people can't be conspiracy theorists, but they don't think so. And, you know, you and I, 
the audience both know that 2021 has proven us right way too many times, like Google has said. If we're right about everything, I mean, <laughs> bunker the hatch and <laughs> just, just wait it out. Uh, it's really an interesting phenomena. Um, they've, they've just brainwashed this country against people like us so much that even when we're right, somehow we're still told we're batshit crazy. Somehow we're still told, you know, well, if you would just get your vaccine, you wouldn't have to worry about this. Well, but, but we were right that mask mandates, that mm-hmm. you know, vaccine passports were, yep. were going to happen. Yep. Like it doesn't matter the, the why it, we were right. Mm-hmm. But tonight, what we're going to talk about, we haven't really dug in too deeply into some of our favorite conspiracy theories. I mean, we talk about this shit all the time. Yeah. Now, I think what we're going to talk about tonight, although Publius and I may live and die by these, that that they're true, I can see how someone might say, eh, that's, a little, that's a little out there, Benevolus. <laughs> I get that. No. I don't get it. <laughs> a little bit of skepticism. I get it. There's a hell of a lot to cover, so we should probably get going. But make sure you pour one out for the Empire, the Fallen Empire, and uh, pour a couple of extra drinks with us. I'm like more than half a w- bottle of wine deep already. Um, let's it's talk weak. about some... That's weak. Weak. <laughs> so let's uh, let's get rolling on some whiskey conspiracies. Um, Publius... What, uh, what do you got in your stack of cards tonight? All right. You know, I, I really hadn't ever seen this one until past few months or so. I've mentioned it a couple times on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week, we're really going to dig into it a little more. And talking about how the Titanic, I mean, we everyone knows about the Titanic sinking. But why the Titanic actually sank leads into the creation of the federal reserve which <laughs> i know benevolous loves and we've talked about multiple multiple times on this <laughs> on the podcast so um it all stems back to jp morgan there's now, a name if you don't know who that is i i really don't know what to tell you uh <laughs> if, you, if you bank with chase bank jp morgan chase i mean i feel like that should give you enough to know if you flip on a light bulb that's J.P. Morgan. He funded Edison. Well, I mean, talk about an elite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the elite of the elites. Yeah. So he was the financer of its IMM, which is the International Mercantile Marine, which owned the White Star Line, which owned the Titanic. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. And he was actually supposed to be on the Titanic, but canceled his trip just hours before it was supposed to set sail on its maiden voyage. Uh, now, there was also uh, indications of a coal fire inside the Titanic. If you don't, I mean, the, it was a coal ship run by coal. So, uh, I mean, it's not unheard of that there would be a coal fire, in, but it had spread. And obviously, if you know anything about fires, it's going to weaken the structural material the steel of the ship and so uh people were instructed to keep this keep this under wraps from the passengers 
in the press, so no one really knew about it. Allegedly, even the architect, uh, Thomas Andrews of the mm-hmm. Titanic, didn't even know about this, and he even said it won't sink after striking the iceberg. But he did, if he didn't know about the fires, he wouldn't have suspected this. Um, so one thing to know is that J.P. Morgan, while he wasn't technically at Jekyll Island, he was represented at Jekyll Island very heavily, actually, if I might. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about this before I talk about everything else in the Titanic. So we've talked about Jekyll Island before the creation of the Federal Reserve. Uh, so it was a meeting between Senator Aldrich and uh, the Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, Andrews. And there were also five large investment bankers, basically. Paul Warburg, who was really the Rothschild's uh, representative for, uh, for the European Bank, but he also had a partnership with the Rockefeller family in 1911, which eventually was another partnership with J.P. Morgan to create Chase Bank. Uh, there's also Frank Vanderlip. Uh, he's another. He was another re- a representative for the Rockefellers. Uh, he was also part of what is now known as Citibank. And then we also had Henry Davidson, Charles Norton, and Benjamin Strong, which were all direct representatives of J.P. Morgan. Hmm. And this is what these seven, the five financiers and the senator and the secretary of the treasury, were all the ones that met at Jekyll Island to, to begin the legislation to create the Federal Reserve. And, of course, there were opponents of the Federal Reserve, uh, a few of them, key names, uh, are John Astor. He was a real estate developer, a writer, lieutenant colonel, actually, in the Spanish-American War. Uh, people say he might have been the wealthiest man at the time of the sinking of the Titanic. There was also Isidore Strauss. He is largely behind Macy's, the department store. And there's also Benjamin Guggenheim. A business, another businessman. He was born into a, a mining family, so he was born into wealth. Uh, all three of these guys were known to oppose the Federal Reserve, and all three of these guys died in the sinking of the Titanic. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, you think I'm kidding? I don't think you're kidding. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. I, I keep, I kept like reading into it thinking, you know, I mean, but ever since we've been talking about the elites, and these mm-hmm. people are the elites of the elites, especially in the 1910s. Yeah. I mean, this shaped everything. I mean, even today. I mean, it's the Fed is the world's bank. So, and now I started digging into this a little even more. Uh, and it kind of stemmed from the Rothschilds in, in <laughs> Europe. So the Rothschilds are Jesuits. And actually, the captain of the Titanic uh, was a Jesuit, uh, Edward Smith. He navigated the Atlantic Ocean for over 26 years. He knew it. I mean, he knew it so well. But he failed to heed warnings and slow down from other ships, uh, given the dangerous upcoming waters obviously with the with the iceberg and everything else uh people believe that these jesuits would do anything for their order and for god's will and you know i think at the time 
for captains, for ship captains, if they were going to be taking any damage, they would really want to take it head on rather than kind of uh, to the side, kind of yeah. grazing it like the iceberg did. Which, I mean, a, a guy that's been doing this for 26 years, a seasoned veteran, if you will, yeah. I mean, for him to do something like this just seems out of left field. Another thing I actually read up on was no the the flares that were used. So, the, given that this was the White Star Line, which owned the Titanic, they would have had white flares just to signal that they were the White Star Line. And red flares, obviously, would indicate some sort of emergency to other ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was also a ship, the Californian, I believe is what it's, it's called. I could be entirely wrong. Uh, at the time of the sinking, they were shooting the white flares up, not the red flares. So the Californian didn't think anything was wrong. I think it was said it was about six miles away, probably at the time. No, you're right. That. You're right. I, I, I mean, even beyond, you know, when I was younger, I was super interested in Titanic. I mean, it's a, it's an all time story. And I remember, yeah, the Californian, uh, noted, later that they'd seen um flares but they were white and they didn't think anything of it you are 100 percent correct on that this yeah. is this is pre-conspiracy theory <laughs> anarchist benevolence so yeah. you know yeah i mean just a lot of things like that just don't add up i mean yeah you got a captain that's done this for how long for for this these many screw-ups it just it does not make sense unless you think about the elites and what their agenda is so anyway april 1912 the titanic sinks yeah one year and eight months later december of 1913 the federal reserve is created yeah and i I dug more into this i just there was a little (laughs) excerpt about uh people thinking i mean basically I had I read someone basically sum up the Federal Reserve is that it basically creates money out of nowhere and mm-hmm. loans it to the government in which the government pays interest on it back. That's, you know, last episode we were having a difficult time <laughs> explaining exactly what the fuck the Fed even does. That's exactly it. Yeah, they, they make money out of nothing and loan it to the government. That's why we're forever in debt. Yeah, think about I, think about who's behind the Fed. The elites. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. And it was talking about how the Fed basically funded World War Two or not World War Two, World War One on both sides, because you got the Rothschilds in Europe, in Germany, funding the Germans while the United States people didn't really even realize that they were using their money to fund uh, the British and the Russians. But all the all the all the loans that were given out from the U- United States government, they weren't ever paid back. They were just the interest was paid back to all the New York bankers. Really, I believe so, and it, it all kind of goes back to Woodrow Wilson and wow. basically saying that it all goes back on the banks, and the banks need to get into the Federal Reserve. Holy shit! You know that that all I don't even that's not even a conspiracy theory. No, not at all. None of this. I mean, you can prove it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. Why the hell did Smith 
if if you rip half the ship apart, it doesn't matter how many quote unquote water compartments it has. You're going to fill them all, right? So it's going to sink. Mm-hmm. So he should have known that from the start. Mm-hmm. I mean, how was it possible that they headed straight for a fucking iceberg? Damn. I mean, when you think about the context of World War One with it. I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I'd never heard this until a few, a few weeks ago when you brought this up. Yeah. And I said, oh, I, we, we're, we're talking about that down, down the road. Um, but that, that's wild. Now, you, you know what's crazy, though, is today you don't hear the names J.P. Morgan. Like, you don't, you don't hear the family names Morgan. You don't hear the family names, you know, uh, Rockefeller. Yeah. You don't hear the names anymore. Uh-uh. It's almost like uh, they want to be behind In the, the shadows. Scenes. Yeah. 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 The Illuminati. <laughs> you know, the Jesuits were basically anti-Martin Luther uh, radicals that wanted to reestablish the basis of the Catholic Church and get rid of medieval, um, you know, practices. Because in medieval times, royalty, kings and queens ruled. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the 1500s, 1600s was a time of, I mean, it's the Renaissance. And that's when families grew into power. through the likes of capital and production. Um, You know, you think about the Titanic, and it was really the first international piece of equipment that everybody was interested in. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like the first social media. And and I mean that in a way of, I mean, obviously it's not social media. I mean that in a way of... um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to connect my thoughts. I mean, I'm wine's almost gone. Um, everybody knew about it. Everybody was watching it, and it sinks. Mm-hmm. But like you said, these guys die. Opposition, direct opposition, direct threats to the potential of controlling new money, because that's what the United States still is to this day: is new money. Yeah. Relative to Europe, to Asia, uh, the Middle East, and yeah. you know, you get the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and J.P. Morgan mm-hmm. in it, and you connect those dots. Like like I said, you connect those dots, and how how do you just ignore this? I don't think you can. No, <laughs> I mean. It's it's all for them. It's about controlling the world through money. I guess the question becomes, I don't think we have an answer outside of evil. Why? That's always the yeah, question. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, people always ask, well, why? <laughs> why would they do that? I mean, I mean, power hungry evil people that just want to rule the world. You know, we talked about this last episode too. 
when money is of no object to you anymore, what else is there to strive for? People with extreme wealth are not like nine to five people, okay? They stay up all night wondering how they can, you know, make the next move before someone else does. Yeah. So if money is of no object anymore, well, don't you want to know if you can control the game? And I mean, at the time, nobody had more money than Rockefeller and Chase. Nobody. Carnegie got rid of all of it and didn't want to be an elitist anymore. So, man, I like that. That's a great kickoff to this episode. Oh, yeah. It it ties into everything we've been talking about, I think, as far as (laughs) fuck the elites and everything else. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm excited for this one. You want me to get into mine? I, th- I think it's time. Why not? Unless, <laughs> if you got something else to say, I'm all I'm all ears. But no, I think uh, I think this ties in at all. Inside the job, nine eleven. Mm. You know, tomorrow is the twentieth anniversary of a day that will live in infamy for the rest of American history and beyond. Um, Publius and I have spent our entire lives with images of the day burn inside our heads uh personally it's one of my first memories i remember um mother benevolence <laughs> answering the phone because my grandma called and said turn mm-hmm. on your tv yeah my mom turned it on and there were the twin towers one in flames yep. and in a few minutes but no no i want to say seconds later i remember watching the second plane hit and she started crying, and I said, what's wrong? She said, we're at war. I still remember that to this day. Um, and for 10 years, I really believed everything we've been told. You know, the, the conservative in me just wanted to believe that George W. did the best he could, that we needed to go to war. You know, that, that, that four planes were hijacked by 19 members of the Islamic terrorist group Al-Qaeda. That the first and second planes crashed into WTC 1 and 2 in New York City. Third, uh, hitting the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. And the fourth, going down in a field in Pennsylvania before it had the chance to hit the White House or Capitol building. And I think about that fourth plane <laughs> one hell of a lot. Uh, United Flight 93. I've, I've watched all the movies, watched all the documentaries, read several books. Um, they Don't get me wrong. People try to say that the plane didn't exist. I mean, com- I, I don't understand this kind of conspiracy theorists. Like, how, there's, there's conspiracy theorists that say that the Twin Towers were never hit by an airplane. I, I saw something about that the other day, actually. <laughs> Like, I don't understand that, really. Also, I don't really think it matters if it was or not because of what we're going to dive into. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. I think about the other, you know, 3,000 people that died probably once a day. You know, their lives supposedly, keyword supposedly, taken by Osama bin Laden the supposed leader of Al-Qaeda, which is 
group dedicated to destruction of Western civilization in response um, to them basically hating <laughs> American life and Western civilization. That's what we've been told for 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 10 years ago, and especially the last few years, uh, I started to wonder about the 9-11 truthers. I was like, well, how are there so many people that say there's more to the story? There's a lot more questions than answers and a lot more problems and solutions. Mm-hmm. And I think Afghanistan, <laughs> the recent, you know, old Joe blunder is just a massive reminder of what September 11, 2001, oh, 2001 really was. Yeah. It was a sacrifice. It was a sacrifice of our rights, of our country, and of 2,977 Americans. Don't listen to the 2,996 statistic that includes the 19 terrorists, regardless if Al-Qaeda was behind it or not. I mean, they were responsible. They were there. They did it. Um, Now, on the show, we have said before that we'll never mention a name of, you know, a mass shooter, a mass terrorist. Here's my argument. Osama bin Laden did not plan this. That's that's quite the hot take. <laughs> and, you know, I've tried to explain this to people before and they won't listen to me. But supposedly, let's see, October 29, 2004, a... Video comes out of, so this is a couple of days before the 2004 election between W. Bush and, uh, what was it, John Kerry? John Kerry, yeah, that was 2004. Yeah. <clears throat> um, a video came out where <laughs> Osama bin Laden supposedly says, I planned it, I did it. And if, if Americans don't change their ways, then we'll do it again. This was three years later? Correct. Three years later. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I want to dive into Bin Laden a little bit. Let's do and it. This, this is 100% not conspiracy theory here, okay? And again... I really don't think what Publius just talked about is a conspiracy theory. I really don't think what I'm about to talk about is a conspiracy theory. Right. How the CIA created Osama bin Laden. Do you see the date on this article? September 18, 2001. Greenleft.org.au <clears throat> um, by Norm Dixon. I'm going to read this first part. Throughout the world, its agents, clients, states, and satellites are on the defensive, on the moral defensive, the intellectual defensive, and the political and economic defensive. Freedom movements arise and assert themselves. They've been doing so on almost every copy, on almost every continent populated by man, in the hills of Afghanistan, in Ag- Angola, in I don't even know if I Kampucha. Camp- uh, that's close enough. Yeah, Kampuchea. I don't know. <laughs> in Central America. They are freedom fighters. Osama bin Laden was on the front of a British newspaper 
1982 as being praised as a hero, okay? Huh. For leading the freedom fight against the communists. Ironic as fuck. When we think about our current world. So what happened was the Soviets started to move into the Middle East. Now, throughout history, I mean, throughout like World War One, World War Two, everyone left the Middle East alone until Hitler killed six million Jews and we said, you get the Holy Land. We gave the Jews Israel. And then all of a sudden it all blew up. Figuratively and met- metaphorically. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, oh, <laughs> so, of course, we supposedly, again, supposedly, won the space race. So the Soviets turned to taking land. They'd already successfully taken Cuba. And they had already pushed us out of Korea. They pushed us out of Vietnam. So then they went to the Middle East because we had an alliance with Saudi Arabia since the 1920s. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted into the Middle East because of oil, because they viewed the Middle East as a third world country. Or if, uh, uh, I don't, if the Middle East isn't a country, as third world countries. When in reality, the Middle East was just its own place, its own people, its own religion. Mm -hmm. And again, I've strangely become sympathetic towards Muslims because I'm like, we're all worshiping the same God. the, The Quran mentions Jesus more than anybody else. Hmm. Besides the point, we could go on a whole thing about that. I mean, man, we could go on a whole thing. So... Jimmy Carter fucks up everything, and Iraq rises to power within the Middle East, backed by the good old Soviets, which I also contend, well, I don't know. We won't go into that. Go ahead. No, 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 no. (laughs) You contend what? You can't, you can't start, you can't start it. I think Soviet Union... In the United States, were in cahoots for the Cold Cold War. That, even though it's the Cold War, that's a hot take. That's a big hot take. Even though it's the Cold War, that's right. <laughs> so, the U.S. sends the CIA mm-hmm. because the CIA can do whatever they want outside of the United States of America. <laughs> to train free, quote-unquote freedom fighters mm-hmm. to basically, you know, stand their ground in places like Afghanistan, places like um, Iran and Saudi Arabia, etc. So we trained, we literally trained Osama bin Laden. Like, we promoted Osama bin Laden. We gave him money. We helped him build roads, housing, everything. For his, his, you know, operates. Little did we know, of course, what would happen in 2001. Mm-hmm. But to go more into Bin Laden, just quickly, he was one of 20 
20 sons of a billionaire construction mode mule from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Which is just wild. And he was a great recruiter, financer, and trainer. Uh, it's estimated that he trained 35,000 non-Afghan mercenaries. Huh. That's a lot of people. And here's my favorite quote from this article. The Bin Laden family is a prominent pillar of the Saudi Arabian ruling class with close personal, financial, and political ties to that country's pro-U.S. royal family. <laughs> Bin Laden Sr. was appointed Saudi Arabia's Minister of Public Works as a favor by King Fazl. The new minister awarded his own construction company's lucrative contracts to rebuild Islam's Islam's holiest mosques in Mecca and Medina in the process of the Bin Laden family company in 1966 became the world's largest private construction company. Largest construction company. Yep. Now, fast forward to the 80s. Everybody knows who Bin Laden is. Osama, that is. And yep. they're trying to start calling these, you know, Freedom fighters in the late 80s, now that the Soviet Union has fell, has fallen terrorists, which is a new, a new term at the time. Yeah. But nothing really happens. Nothing really works. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then fast forward to George H.W. Bush. Oh, Herbert Walker. Yeah. And why the hell did Desert Storm happen? I don't really a, know. Yeah, uh, I was curious too. I was like, you know what? I've never really researched Desert Storm. I'm going to dig into it a, really, a little bit. Supposedly, it was to stop <laughs> Iraq, who was ruled by Saddam Hussein from invading I think it was Afghanistan ironic again yeah and we sent <laughs> no it was to prevent no I take that back it was to prevent Iraq from invading Saudi Arabia we sent half a million US soldiers boots on the ground to protect Saudi Arabia Yep. I mean, that's insane. Saudi Arabia, until the last 10 years when we discovered, you know, Shell Oil mm -hmm. was the largest exporter of oil on the planet. Yeah. Oil in the United States are just, I mean, that's like a synonym, honestly. <laughs> You're not kidding. And I don't even mean that ironically. I mean, yeah. that like literally. Yeah. So, wow, we aren't even to, like the 1990s yet. So we roll in <laughs> and we basically fuck around for a while. And then finally we say, all right, let's go do this. We take out Iraq in like four days. Because these, these, this, these are basically third world countries compared to the United States. They yeah. have no idea what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And we've got the freedom fighters on our side. We've got Osama bin Laden on our side. Yeah. This just completely destabilizes the Middle East. Because 
they don't get him around. Saddam Hussein, he did gas, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, and he was a bad dude. But he stayed, he was a dictator, but the Middle East was stable under his regime. And it wasn't about the Soviets anymore. War is just a common theme among the elites. And like Publius said earlier, it starts with World War I. You start to talk about billions of people on the planet, not just a billion like there were for millennia. How are you going to control billions of people? You've got to keep them in fear. Yeah. So the United States, we roll out and we finally... You know, desert storm's over, but we leave our troops in Saudi Arabia. Not half a million, but a lot. Supposedly, during this time, Al-Qaeda rises to power. And the Taliban rise to power in Afghanistan. Now, the context behind why we went to Afghanistan is, again, supposedly... Because the Taliban, <laughs> I've, never the Taliban heard you, I've never heard you use that word so many times. I know, believe me, I know. The Taliban were funding and hiding bin Laden and Al-Qaeda. Well, let me tell you something. They didn't need, Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda did not need the Taliban, okay? And to add to this, bin Laden was excommunicated from Saudi Arabia and his family in like 1994 or something like that. Why? Basically because he thought they were too, they were, he thought they were too deep with you, with the Americans. Okay. Which just poses way too many questions. You're talking about, 20 years after 9-11, the current spokesperson for the Taliban straight up said (laughs) just the other day that Bin Laden didn't do (laughs) 9-11. Yeah. This man is supposedly dead for the last 10 years. Yeah. Now, we don't even need to talk about 9-11. I mean, to me, the events of the day are the events of the day. Uh, yeah. I, I say on here all the time, Dick Cheney did 9-11, and we're going to get into that. <laughs> here we George go. W. Bush didn't do 9-11. Okay. I mean, would one... You, what? What? What do you got? I'm just... Were you, would you compare George W. Bush to, like, a Joe Biden? Mm. A more competent Joe Biden? Yeah, because he was younger. Yeah, but I mean, this man invented the word strategery. <laughs> Very strategery. Now watch this drive. Now watch this drive. <laughs> my favorite to this day. Yeah, that's my one compliment of Biden. Is he hasn't played a round of golf, but I don't think he's capable. Does so. he play golf? I doubt it. He definitely used to. He seems like a tennis guy. Trump's a tennis guy. You ever seen that picture of Trump's fat ass? Well, I mean, they can all be, but I mean, Trump's golf guy too, but Biden yeah. just seems like a tennis guy. I mean, he can't do either, but. Yeah, I mean, not anymore. I feel bad for him. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> Taliban. Bin Laden. 
we've been told for 20 years that the reason that, you know, Al-Qaeda and ISIS and I guess fucking ISIS-K, I guess they get gender roles now. They can, there's more than one terrorist. (laughs) There's no, wait, who's giving them that? Because that's not ISIS giving themselves that. That's who claimed responsibility. ISIS-K? What's ISIS-K? ISIS clan? Maybe they're the Ku Klux Klan of the... Fucking... So they're the white supremacists of... <laughs> no, they're South. They're like, you know, Arabic supremacists. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Which is essentially up. what we've been told all these groups are. I beg to differ. When you start to actually look at things that Bin Laden said before 9-11... He didn't, him and and everybody else over there, they're literally just, they're sick of the United States jumping into problems in the Middle East. They're yeah. like, why the hell are you here? The world's police officer. It, exactly. We're just like the Romans. We're just like the stupid ass Romans. Anyways, they're like, why, why are you here? And so, if Bin Laden did 9-11, that was his motivation, was to send a message of, get out of here, or we're going to kill all of you. Worry about yourself. Yeah. He did not care. Peter Bergen, an expert on Bin Laden and jihadism, has vigorously disputed this. In his 2006 book, The Osama Bin Laden I Know, he writes how the Al-Qaeda leader has been pretty consistent about why he's attacking the United States. It's because of Americans' foreign policies. It's about what America has been doing in his backyard as he sees it. By grossly distorting Bin Laden's motives, however, George W. Bush earned for himself a popular mandate to wage a global war against terrorism as if it were a symmetrical adversary in itself and not a tactic waged by the weaker side in an asymmetric struggle. That's some elitist fucking text right there. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) This is, but, but, but see, this is where ISIS. Now, 9-11, without a doubt, inspired, and Al-Qaeda inspired other terrorist groups. ISIS was real, for sure. I mean, their presence was well known throughout the Middle East. Trump showed up, killed them all. Now they're back as ISIS K. You know, oh, I guarantee you what it stands for is ISIS Kamila. Kamila. <laughs> oh, man. So, and that's been a tough, tough revelation, uh, I think, to, to, to come to is you're telling me that they didn't, they don't care about our movies? our music they just are tired of us being there they just want to be left alone they want exactly what i want makes sense listen you've got to leave the conservative movement conservatives are a waste of time they're sheep you've got to be ungovernable you're not i mean you're not kidding Uh, I i feel like you got something a little fiery for me no i'm just questioning i i totally get I mean, <clears throat> why is America involved in everything? But for, I mean, what 
drove Bin Laden. I mean, if you're talking about Desert Storm, United States going in to protect Saudi Arabia, Bin Laden being uh, coming from Saudi Arabia, I don't understand what. I mean, I totally I get about Americans being involved in everything that they don't need to be involved in, but <clears throat> is that all it is for him? And that's the point. This is why I don't think he did it. It was an interest. It was interesting. I was searching the web for info, etc., and I came across this article literally published two two fucking days ago on burningplatform.com. 9-11, the false flag allegation and bin Laden. And this guy's essentially saying much of what we're saying right now. Well, let me read these first two paragraphs. I'm going to give a shout out to this guy, uh, guest post, uh, Martin Armstrong. I, I, I think I'm going to try and reach out to him because I'm going to let him know I thought this was great. His cousin probably landed on the moon. You mean Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that 9-11 took place precisely on the pie target date of the economic confidence model. I don't know what the hell that means. However, I know the attack on 9-11 was real. The people charged with the first attack on the World Trade Center drew the Twin Towers on their cell wall in MCC with planes going into it a year before the attack. Was it planned by terrorists? Absolutely. I cannot speak to whether it was actually bin Laden who ordered the attack. That is what the government claims, but they also swore <laughs> there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Yeah, I've got a question for everybody. Where are the nukes that supposedly we went to Iraq for? Because we thought Saddam Hussein was just going to hand them to Al-Qaeda to then drop on the United States. Which, by the way, they would have had to somehow get to the United States or fly them to the United States and then blow up. Idiots. <laughs> Nonetheless, that does not mean it was a simple, it was simply a terrorist attack. The deep state, aka the elites, knew what was going to take place. They not only allowed it to unfold, but they also planned the event and used it to destroy World Trade Center 7 and the Pentagon to hide critical evidence that would have exposed one, the corrupt bankers in New York City, and two, the missing <laughs> money from the Pentagon budget. Bankers in New York City. Doesn't that sound familiar? I feel like I, I, ninety years seems before, like on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, something about Titan. 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 Actually, there was a book about the Titan about <laughs> almost twenty years, I believe, before the Titanic, the wreck oh. of the Titan. Isn't that interesting? I I forgot about that. That's a great point. But like this guy said. So the true answer is that it's 50% real, 50% a false flag to get tremendous power under the Patriot Act, which lowered transactions to be reported from $10,000 to $3,000. Essentially, for every dollar spent, they claim 30 cents was spent. We can no longer hop on a domestic flight with a roll of $20 gold coins or even cash. They confiscated $181,000 in cash from a man on a domestic flight. It was used to start the Iraqi war and even invade Afghanistan. They could have easily stopped the attack or saw it as a golden opportunity to expand their power. And he brings up, because people are going to say, how, why would the government do this? Okay. This is a real document, a real story from the Joint Chief of Staffs 
1962, JFK vetoed Operation Northwoods, which was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated within the U.S. Department of Defense and the <clears throat> Chiefs of Staff of the United States government. The proposals called for the CIA or other U.S. government operatives to both stage and actually commit acts of terrorism against American military and civilian targets, blaming them on the Cuban government and using it to, and using it to justify a war against Cuba. Well, you don't fucking say. Interesting, isn't it? Absolutely. But, but, but it's just a conspiracy theory. Oh, of course. But let's dive into one more thing. $2.3 trillion was reported by Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld that the Pentagon had lost. When did he release this statement? September 10th, 2001. Oh, I remember hearing about this. Or maybe it now, was you. Yeah, it was, it was probably me. <laughs> probably. Now, <clears throat> deniers of what we believe will say, well, it's because of the paper trail and accounting and the government doesn't know how to do it. And they, you know, they just misplaced $2.3 within the budget. Okay. <laughs> I want to I go through that real quick. $2.3 trillion, trillion is more than both. Yeah, trillion dollars is more than both Apple and Amazon are valued at combined. $2.3 trillion. I'd have to imagine on September 10th, 2021, because of Joe's inflation, that'd probably be worth like $3.1 trillion. That sounds about right. <laughs> Anyways. $2.3 trillion. Yeah, it, it was just a accounting miscalculation. <clears throat> That's all it was. I'd love to be that accountant. If you told me $2.3 I'd say, okay. Think about that. I just said billion. Yeah. We, we can't there's even fathom that mean, there's much money. There's a huge difference between billion and trillion in itself. But Yeah. Now, if they would have said million, I would say, oh, I don't, I don't give a shit. That's chump change. Yeah, chump change. Trillion. That's unreal. trillion, but it was just an accounting error. No, 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 no. We have no idea where that money is. In fact, since 2001, the Defense Department has stated it has no records for more than $6 trillion spent in 2015. Say that again? Six. Trillion dollars. <laughs> oh shit! Trillion. Now I've never heard about this. One popular conspiracy doing the rounds online suggests the money was for a deep space program. I've never heard of that. Deep space. That would that would be beyond my what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we might have to look into that, but. I mean, I have no idea. Student browsing Google Maps finds mysterious hole to the center of the Earth. Jeez, you got you can't scroll down to the bottom of these pages. I kind of want to read that though. No. <laughs> now, <laughs> what happened the next day? 
after 9-10-2001. Accounting offices in the Pentagon were blown up and accounting offices based in New York building in the World Trade Center 7 were demolished. Most of the Pentagon that most in the Pentagon that were killed were accountants. Come on. Mm-hmm. Just don't tell me we're conspiracy theorists for all this. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could, be- I mean, you, you don't, I don't know. I don't know how you couldn't believe it. I don't know why people don't want to just look into things for themselves. I agree. If you want to see this and think there's definitely something fishy, I'll keep my eyes out on the news. That's fine. But if you want to just say, no, that's not what I was told. Oh, really? Who told you? Fox News? MSNBC? CNN? Yeah. Don't fuck with us. (laughs) All the same. What was 9-11? 9-11 was... (sighs) We could talk about the Saudi Arabians and their involvement. Their involvement looks to be more futile than not. 15 of the 19 terrorists were Saudi Arabian. Oh, yeah. Now, the United States claims that Saudi Arabia had no role in any of this. Mm. Until you look at FBI documents that say, Contact with Saudi Arabian officials. Contact with Saudi Arabian official. Minister of Defense of Saudi Arabia. Etc. 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 And it's fascinating because of two things. One, we, regardless for the rest of our lives, of our feelings towards Islam. If we see a woman wearing a hijab, we, for at least a split second, the thought comes into our mind. What thought? We get a little racist. (laughs) I I mean, I'm not going to deny it. No, you can't. No. And, you know, you see a Muslim man and the thought comes into your mind. (laughs) What if he's a terrorist? They've completely brainwashed us. And you know what? I'm not afraid to say any of that because one, we have pseudonyms. And two, it's the truth. And any leftist, dumbass liberal that wants to deny that is full of shit. They think the same thing. And I guarantee black people think the same thing of white people. That they're just going to kill them. (laughs) I was going to say something else, but... What what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say black people and Asian people, but, you know... I'll, I'll... <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other topic, I think. It's yeah, that's, that's not on our radar, you know. We're not involved in that one. And it's, it's this... That's just one part of it. Is this conditioning of, look at all these racists out there. Yeah. America's a white country. The majority of us are white. Will that be true in 100 years? I have no idea. But right now it's true. Yeah, you're right. I don't think America will exist in 100 years. That's besides the point. I'd be shocked if it did. There's no way. There's no way. 
I would less. I mean, fifty to seventy-five, less than that even. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't see that either. But they've also they took so so so. You're probably saying so what? Saudi Arabia was involved. Did you not hear me say that we've been in alliance with Saudi Arabia since the 1920s? Yeah. But okay, they were involved, so, so <laughs> we weren't involved? Yeah. And, and that's going to tie into our final segment about the 90s and remind me to come back to this, but it's conditioning. You look at things that are happening in like Australia right now as far as COVID. I mean, they've gone insane with everything. Oh, yeah, they have. Listen, the leftists in our country are so jealous that they can't do that right now. Oh, you know they are. Because they know Australia doesn't have firearms. Most American citizens do. So what's going to happen? Oh, we're going to get shot. If if someone tries to tell me I need to put a mask on, I'm just going to say, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> conditioning no oh, yeah did you see I saw uh, circle back Pisaki oh, said something today or oh, not pour one out take a shot <laughs> yeah uh, said something today along the line someone at, they were, I think it was a CBS reporter was asking about their new plan for COVID or whatever mm-hmm. she asked if it's going to affect day to day life and all she said was well that depends on if you're unvaccinated or if you're vaccinated or not did you watch the video? Yeah, and she's smiling as she says oh, it. Yeah, she was smiling big. She loved it. Come and Not try bad, it. though. Come and try it. Not bad, though. Pisaki or AOC? Uh, AOC. Really? Yeah. I think the cameras make Pisaki look good, but if you get up close, I don't think it's that great. I mean, she looks good sitting behind that podium, but... We well, only see, we only see the top half of the equation. That's 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 a fair point. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that was this planned by terrorists? Define terrorists. Your definition of terrorist should be the elites of the United States and the rest of the world. Your definition of terrorist should be the Lincoln, Lincoln Project. Project. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Your definition of terrorist should be Kamala Harris. <laughs> Your definition of terrorist should not be a radical Islamic man who's just like us. I mean, if you really start to think about it, are we that different from Bin Laden? No, just leave us the fuck alone. Yeah, let us figure out our problems. I mean, that's a hot take, but still, leave us the fuck alone. Hey, that's like four hot takes already. We're on fire. Yeah, we're, we're fucking rolling right now. But to get, if an American, if a group of Americans would have done 9-11, they would have, it wouldn't have worked. But if you get a group of non-white looking people that aren't even from this country, that their, their uh, religion hates hates what we do and you tell our allies look we owe you one we'll look the other way 
and we'll protect your oil fields as long as you give us oil cheap. Because that's undeniable. We we have yeah. protected their oil fields for decades. That's that's all our war in the Middle East is about. That and trying to build some sort of American empire. Not even American. Elitist empire. I mean, we're so far yeah. off topic yeah. from Bin Laden. <laughs> uh, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah, but 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 I think I think we hit the point that look at think about that Operation Northwoods like I talked about. Think about Bin Laden's story. I just want everybody to remember that September 11th was not about hatred. It was a sacrifice, and I will die on a hill to say that repeatedly. I will not change my mind on that. I've just I've we've lived it. We've grown up. In, you know, we don't remember a pre-9-11 world. Right. Yeah. But we remember pre-COVID. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't a lot of this just remind you of what we've been told, what we've felt immediately after 9-11? Just lockdowns and everyone needs to know what everybody's doing. If you see something, say something. Yeah. Conditioning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's It's not... It's not the brown people anymore. It's the white people. Yeah. It's the white males. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about that. You want to... It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. You want to uh, bring up what Vic wanted us to share? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so this is... Just, uh, go ahead. We, uh, we try to... And we say this every week. We try to, you know... Ask the rest of the team who's not on if they have anything they want us to share with everybody. And, uh, yeah, you can, you can go ahead and read Vic's there, Pooh. All Vic wants you guys to know is if you're an unvaccinated male out there, go ahead and sell your sperm. Yeah. That shit is the new Bitcoin. The new white gold. <laughs> <laughs> the new white gold. 21,000% price increase on unvaccinated sperm. <laughs> That's fantastic. Forget about Bitcoin. The real money is in unvaccinated sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's interested in post-jab material. All they care about is pre-COVID and certified unvaccinated samples. So. Yeah. All you white males out there, you know who I'm talking about. Go, yeah, ahead, you go, go to your local sperm bank. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love how he sent that like instantly after I said anybody had got anything. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, Rex, Justinian doesn't have anything for us this week. Probably just nukes our infrastructure. Yeah, that sounds about right. But Rex, Rex, uh, I told him this was a fire take here. Last time California had a recall, they ended up with Schwarzenegger. This time, if they know what's good for them, they will elect. Quote. <laughs> the Trump chick with the big dick, end quote, Jenner 2020. Jenner 2021? Well, it should have been 2021. Yeah. You know how Rex is. Kind of badass well, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> A lot of the time. Hey, that's the guys and team for you. Uh, fuck the elites. Bring it, Boy, to, bring this, it. 
This please. I was wondering if you were going to take this one or not. If you didn't, I was going to. I'm laying in bed last night, scrolling through Twitter, and also shout out, we have a new bot live that is tweeting every time that Gavin Gavin Newsom Newsom tweets, (laughs) our bot replies, (laughs) our second bot replies, Gavin Newsom needs to be a permanent resident of Alcatraz. Hashtag free California. I mean, it's getting all kinds of likes and shit, so I think it's great. (laughs) To the moon, baby. Yeah, to the moon. Anyways, that's probably, I mean, we'll take that $2.6 trillion and go to the moon. Anyways. Let's do it. Yeah. CNN. This is the headline. Plans for $400 billion new city in the American West unveiled. I saw this headline and did a double take, and I thought, Man, oh man. I tweeted Publius. I said, they just free content every time. Does it, it's <laughs> it's like clockwork every week, man. Clockwork. This is how this article starts out. The cleanliness of Tokyo, the diversity of New York, and the social services of Stockholm. Billionaire Mark Lohr has outlined his vision for a 5 million person new city in America and appointed a world-famous architect to design it. Now, he just needs somewhere to build it. And $400 billion in funding. Funding? Yeah. He can't do it himself? He wants you and I to pay for it? Exactly. Hey, you know what? What's 400 billion compared to 6 trillion? Chump change. You ain't kidding. So this guy's a former Walmart executive. He wants to name the city Telosa. I think Elon should sue. A sustainable metropolis that he hopes to create from scratch in the American desert. The ambitious 150,000 acre proposal promises eco-friendly architecture, sustainable energy production, and a purportedly drought-resistant water system. I I don't really know how it's possible. The so-called 15-minute city design will allow residents to access their workplaces, schools, and amenities within a quarter-hour commute of their homes. Although planners are still scouting for locations, possible targets include Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Arizona, Texas, and the Appalachian region. Get the fuck out of here. How is that the fucking West? No, it says American Desert, but how is Appalachia the desert? It's not. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but if they know what's good for them, they'll stay out of Appalachia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can fuck off. This is literally my nightmare happening before my eyes. I mean, this makes me want to fucking light something on fire. Basically, fuck the elites. They want to build. They think they can roll in here build this dumbass city and just make us all feel good and feel bad about ourselves because we're not capable of living there. I bet it's going to be invite only. You probably have to be vaccinated and you probably can't be. Well, I take that back. You probably have to be a cock. Fuck the elites. Oh yeah. You got to sit. If you don't, if you don't watch the world get fucked, then you don't belong there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Again, I'm sorry. Mother benevolence. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh man, isn't isn't that amazing? I I just I saw that and my mouth dropped and I was like, get out of here. You know, I I, th- I, I think of something like that and I just think, you know what? Why not? Why not just stay away? Go ahead and do what you want with that, but just stay away. Don't even be a part of the United States. I want to give a shout out. Uh, what is it? <laughs> is it the Portland mayor, Oregon governor? That's not. That's. <laughs> Uh, trying to stop trade with Texas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he basically wants to just <laughs> yeah. all the states to be on their own. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. Let's do it. It sounds uh, kind of like a confederate, doesn't he? Yeah, his terms are acceptable. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let me know how you do in the process, but <laughs> anyway. Mine will probably be a pretty easy one for us today. This I just saw this before we even started shooting. Probably half an hour before. Uh, Brian Deese, the White House Director of the National Economic Council, <laughs> speaking on the skyrocketing grocery prices. <laughs> Quote, if you take out beef, pork, and poultry, the quote-unquote unquote price increases are more in line with the historical norms so if you take out all the food then everything's normal if you didn't worry about having food on the table then you'd be just fine what an idiot all i gotta say to that is just fuck the elites you know when you told me about that (laughs) i started thinking about yesterday Mrs. Benny and I were at the store doing our grocery shopping. And she's like, can you go get beef? And I said, sure. So I'm over there. And I roll up. And I see, you know how at the store they have like one pound rolls of beef? Oh, yeah. I'm used to paying like three ten a pound. No, 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 no. This thing was five thirty four a pound. And I was like, what in the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> and then she's like, well, let's just get the five pound because then it went down to like three ten a pound. And I was like, you realize this used to be like two twenty a pound if we bought the five pounder. I mean, yeah. everything. I mean, our grocery bill, I can track it, has gone through the roof. We don't even have kids. I can't. What are you trying to say? I'm saying you're going to be a broke bitch. I already am. (laughs) (laughs) I I I can't imagine my parents with all of us when we were younger living in this kind of an inflation rate. I mean, yeah, sacrifices would have had to. been big time made the upside though to inflation is higher higher salaries this is true this is very true (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) now i'm still waiting on my higher salary (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) and you know what speaking of when i was younger look we say fuck the elites mother benevolence is like no you guys Say that word a lot. 
Well, you know what? Betty Sr. Okay, <laughs> sent us a text today out of nowhere. It says, you two need to talk about this a-hole on your show. I really wish you said asshole, though. Oh, I know. He's talking about Jimmy Kimmel. So, this is uh, Benevolent Seniors Fuck the Elites. Jimmy Kimmel, and I saw this this morning, and I honestly, I mean, I wasn't really that surprised, but I was also fairly surprised at how he worded everything. Oh, yeah. So, Kimmel has been off of his... Uh, late night show for like two months and <laughs> he was back home last night and he said it was not a fun Labor Day weekend COVID wise. Dr. Fauci said if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed, the host continued. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes. Come right in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. Are you? So the comedian's reference, this is from Fox News, FYI. The comedian's reference to quote-unquote horse goo had to do with increased reports of humans using, I don't know how to say this, ivermectin? I, 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 yeah, that might be right. I just, I, I, in my head, I say ivermectin. But yeah, that's probably right. As a coronavirus treatment, most notably, I will note uh, Mr. Joe Rogan, the king of podcasts, shout out, take a shot. Um, Kimmel concluded, oh wait, here we go. We, Kimmel continued, we've still got a lot of pan dimwits out there. People are still taking this drug. The Poison Control Center has seen a spike in calls from people taking this livestock medicine to fight the coronavirus, but they won't take the vaccine. It's like if you're a vegan and you're like, no, I don't want a hamburger. Give me that can of Alpo. What the hell is Alpo? Is that some elitist shit? Sounds like it. I don't fucking know. Dog food? <laughs> Kimmel concluded his return monologue by thanking the salute of guest hosts who filled in for him while he was away, revealing that he was white knuckling it. Behind the wheel of an RV most of the time with his wife. I bet he was. Two kids. I hope his kids get COVID. And I hope they're vaccinated. That's all I've got. What? I hope they're vaccinated and they get COVID so that way fuck Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck the elites. Jimmy Kimmel and most of these late night stand-up guys are absolute cucks, assholes that need to get the fuck off TV Shut the fuck up. Uh, and yeah, I don't think I mean, there's going to be anybody that listens to this podcast that disagrees. You're getting pretty heated. Bill Maher <laughs> is probably the only one with any sense. Listen, Stephen Colbert can kiss my big white ass oh, anytime yeah. he wants, and I'll bury him alive. I don't give a fuck. Does Jimmy Fallon get into the politics game that much? He doesn't. So Jimmy Fallon gets a pass too. Yeah. Conan I mean, doesn't. Kimmel and Colbert and and I someone tell me how Samantha B is supposedly a late night person. Come on, CBS, give me a fucking break. Nobody watches it. They lie about the no. Nielsen ratings every fucking day. No one, no one watches TBS after Family Guys. After Family Guy, after that slot, no one watches it. Yeah, you got Family Guy, basically in your rerun. No one cares about anything. Yeah, nobody you know, watches I, Samantha B. No, 
You know, I see a lot of talk about the Cybermectin lately. Yeah, I do too. I, I hadn't heard about it until Rogan. I mean, there's people aren't taking. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> the smart people aren't taking this livestock version of this medication. Even Joe Rogan <laughs> said this was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to deny that there's <laughs> there are people out there that are probably going to their local tractor supply company and getting this and doing <laughs> whatever they want to do with it. They're probably just going out in the barn. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I don't know. If it works, who cares? Exactly. I thought it was about, I thought we were about saving people. I thought it didn't matter how you did it, do it, wear your mask. Don't do it that way, though. Like, what? And we're going to talk about this. And I put, you know, we're trying, to, we're trying to preview our next episode. But I said, you know, we're going to talk about reviewing the world as it stands, which, of course, is on fire. We look forward to the elites giving us plenty of content. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on. Before you say what you're going to say there, Pugliese, I saw that the CEO of Pfizer tweeted, I read the tweet, that you're going to need a third booster shot, okay? And then they're also coming out with a pill that you're going to be able to take like monthly or something mm-hmm. that's going to help prevent COVID. Are you so here's kidding the, me? I, I saw this. I wasn't even going to say this. Why are you, it's all the talk about trust the science, trust the science. Why don't, why instead of following the science, why don't we follow the money? Uh, Tell me who is gaining off of all of this. Anyway, I saw, I saw something talking about ivermectin and everything else. (laughs) Anti-vaxxers, anti-vaxxers have a dangerous theory called quote unquote natural immunity. Now it's going main mainstream. What? So what? now natural they're, they're trying to attack natural immunity. So if you've had COVID before, you're really not that safe. But if you get the vaccine, which is giving you the exact same thing as getting the virus, that's literally what a vaccine is, even though this isn't really a vaccine. It's just a flu shot. I hate these people. Don't you? You know how to get me fired up. Talk, start talking about COVID. And, and Anthony. Oh, Dr. Fauci, you have a special place in my heart. (laughs) So, Benny tweets. Instead, it's going to be Benny Spiracy. Let's do it. I'm going to throw out a couple of conspiracy theories, well, a number of conspiracy theories that we we, we talk about pretty often. We just want hot takes here, all right? Flat Earth. Have you heard of Inner Earth? I haven't. Supposedly, there's a theory out there that uh, the poles don't exist if you just if you get to the top, and there's an inner Earth. It's it's just a hole to the inner Earth at the North and South Pole. Okay, I, I can't even understand. Do, you, do that. you think the Earth is flat? So the reason I'm always I always say I'm a flat Earther is because question everything. That's it. Yeah, is the Earth a sphere? Most likely. <laughs> but the, the, flat, the, the flat earth doesn't really make sense. I, I totally agree with you. Question everything. But there's certain things. It's like, well, 
<laughs> what would anyone have to gain from people believing the Earth is a sphere versus <laughs> believing the Earth is flat? This is very true. But, and Mrs. Benevolence and I were kind of talking about this is, this philosophy the other day. We've only thought that the Earth is a sphere for like 500 years at this point. How much more of human history has there been that they thought the Earth was flat and that the sun revolved around us? Why is it just until now that all of a sudden there is a sphere? Question everything. Question well, did you see Flat Earth? The Flat Earth Society said they had members all around the globe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen to that again. All around the globe. Flat all around Earthers. The globe. Hey, listen, you know what? I'll be on that globe. <laughs> <laughs> so, this isn't really a conspiracy. Uh, Lincoln. This is more of a statement of fact, actually, that Lincoln and and John Wilkes Booth, John Wilkes Booth was part of a larger conspiracy, and everybody wants to ignore this because, you know, it doesn't fit the narrative, basically to, because it was the banks that killed Lincoln, because he wanted to go after him. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard that one before. It had nothing to do with the South. Well, have you read Killing Lincoln, Bill O'Reilly? I, I have not. I read it. I mean, there's so much more to the, I mean, obviously the death of Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, but there, I mean, there were a lot more things in place. I mean, they were going to go after Grant, but Grant wasn't there for the the show. They were going yeah. to go, I forget the guy's name. I think he was the Secretary of State or something at the time. They were going after him, but that was a failed assassination attempt. It was so yep. much more than just Lincoln. Yeah. I mean, it's it has, and again, it has nothing to do with the Confederacy coming back. Like, they were sympathizers to, the, to what the Confederacy was fighting for, which, hot take. Bring it. I'm not, I mean, I'm not even going to say. Obviously, slavery no, is wrong, it. but the South was right. State rights before national rights. Agreed. I agree with that. Yeah. So, and I wish Justinian was on for both Lincoln and one of my favorites, JFK. Go. Justinian and I fully believe that there were, there were not only one shooter, but that there were three shooters. Three shooters. And JFK. None of them were Lee Harvey Oswald, right? Nope. No way. Think about how easy that was. The, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald was a CIA operative just like Bin Laden. Imagine that. We literally trained him. It's just like El Chapo. We, the CIA, funds and created El Chapo and... The damn motherfucking uh, uh, drug trade in South America and Mexico to get out communist regimes, which is ironic. Mm -hmm. Again, oh yeah. JFK though, Justinian, I believe JFK was killed because one, he is on record and on video as saying that he was going to go after the world's secret societies. Yep. Two, the mafia, 
because he's going to go after the Mafia. And three, a combination of the FBI and his successor, L.B. I'm going to have them voting Democrat for 200 years. J. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It's just the coincidences between Lincoln and JFK are always crazy to me, but yeah, that I mean that's that's crazy, but yeah, and don't get me wrong, JFK <laughs> morally was not maybe the best person. Uh, also, neither was Ronald Reagan. And could you say that about Trump, Trump too? <laughs> yeah, definitely not Trump. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Mother Benevolence. <laughs> I mean, but it's true, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my crypto's up, what do you know? And, I don't know. Now, I want to, I do want to point out one conspiracy theory that we do not subscribe to at the Gazin Press because it makes absolutely no sense, the Holocaust. Holocaust happened. As we've yeah. been told. Yeah. There's not a conspiracy theory behind it because it, they don't make any sense. No. The conspiracy of why Hitler did the Holocaust makes sense. The Holocaust happened. Yeah. Absolutely. Plain and simple. But, but, did Hitler die in the bunker? What's your take? You know my take. No. Yeah. There's no way. No way. No way. I mean, unless this man was the biggest coward. Yeah. But but there's no way. I I highly suggest, even if you don't want to believe it, everybody go watch Hunting Hitler. Not only just because you're going to realize Hitler probably made it out of the bunker, but you're going to see, I am absolutely fascinated and constantly in awe (laughs) of everything the Nazis had in place. I mean, they were global. And that's just what just completely makes me know that there's no way Hitler took his life. No shot. He's, he's searching for that spear. You want to talk about Spear of Destiny? Spear of Destiny. So, I don't know how many times I've told this story now. It's not even my story. I'm a fan of the show Decoded that was on History Channel uh, with Brad Metzler. By the way, writes great uh, historical fiction books, great content, etc. He, on Decoded, they were searching, they would basically go about and um, try to uncover conspiracy theories or mm-hmm. secret societies or historical happenings and see how deep they could get until someone stopped them. Yeah. So they started going after the Spear of Destiny. Now, the Spear of Destiny is supposed to be the end of the spear that jabbed Jesus in the ribs to see if he was dead or not. That the Roman soldiers put up there. Mm -hmm. Now, there's, I think, two that are claimed to be the actual Spear of Destinies. One is in um, the Vatican, 
they pulled out once a year on Good Friday. And that's mm-hmm. it. The Pope gets to touch it. Which, don't even get me... We're not even going to go into <laughs> Catholicism today. Because I could spend a whole four hours on that. Yep. yep. Anyways. <laughs> the other was supposed to be in Austria. Huh. And supposedly Hitler saw it in a museum when he was seven years old and told his mother and he wrote this in a in a letter that he wanted to use it to take over the world. <laughs> at seven? Yeah, at seven. That sounds nuts. It's kind of a baller move. It is, honestly. But Hitler Hitler is just preluding his existence. So the episode goes on to talk about they started to kind of dig into, did the Nazis really send a U-boat to Antarctica with all these artifacts, et cetera, et cetera? Did Hitler really have the Spear of Destiny? The theory behind the Spear of Destiny is that whoever has the Spear of Destiny can use it as essentially a calling of the devil. Because there's no, nobody on earth can just call Jesus to earth or summon an angel. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can summon a demon. You can summon ghosts. I'm, I'm getting like chills right now. And the episode went more than an hour. Brad Metzler, this guy that used to be a private security officer, uh-huh. contacted him with information about the Spear of Destiny. And he said, you know, we would go to these dinners... And, you know, we weren't expected to sit at the table or we weren't allowed to sit at the table when they're meeting with someone else of a, a high status. Mm-hmm. And he said, so, you know, we often talked or I often talked to other security guys or personal bodyguards. And yep. we got to talking. And this one guy said to him out of nowhere. What if I told you your boss has the spear of destiny? Now, what? yeah. <laughs> now, this guy said, you know, I'm not going to say who he was. He also didn't give his name. Yeah. But he said, you know, I started to really think about it. And they started talking about how he would have gotten it and how that's how he's amassed his power. And his fortune. I say he utilizes the, you know, evil of the blood and the spear mm-hmm. to do what he needs to do. It was insane. Yep. I fully believe it, though. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, with everything else we talk about, it makes, I mean, it <laughs> makes sense. Doesn't it? So there's Hitler, kind of. Hitler fascinates me. The Nazis are just... Just the more you learn about them, the more you realize you'll never know about them. Supposedly, the Nazis were building a... Were digging a hole. Well, no, drilling a hole to the center of the earth. And Hitler's plan... Yeah, Hitler's plan was that... (laughs) 
<laughs> if they were going to lose the war, they were going to drop a nuke to the center of the earth and blow the whole world up. Baller. I mean, that's kind of dope, honestly. Baller. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> that's big brains. That's, yeah. Okay. Now, the next one we're going to talk about real quick. Oh, boy. What's your take on Sandy Hook? I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. I, I, I don't mean to sound, I mean, sit on the fence here, but I, I just go back and forth with it a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, after, I mean, you talk about 9-11, everything else, it's, you can't think, you don't want to think there's that evil in this world. But there definitely is. Yeah. And that's what makes it tough. And, you know, I'm not even going to talk about the potential conspiracy theories. Just go listen to Alex Jones if you want to hear those. I don't necessarily subscribe to them. I'll listen to them and think about them. I will never give probably a full opinion on them. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess the basic conspiracy theory is that it didn't happen. The whole thing was staged and that nobody actually died. I don't know. Now, granted, that school, I've read this, I actually heard this from somebody that we know. I don't remember who, though. Yeah. That said, they know that school never existed. Really? Yes. They tore the school down pretty soon after. I mean, on one hand, it's like, well, I mean, 20 kids were executed so what do you expect like why would you want to go there right and the other it's like were they hiding anything i don't know now the whole paid actor thing there's something to that for sure yeah but i don't know i don't go alex jones and start i would never start interviewing parents or i guess potential parents like we know that they want our guns so we just need to fight to keep them. Yeah. On the other hand, I will say this. I've experienced this several times. There are people who will believe the conspiracy theories about Sandy Hook because of the implication in who was president during Sandy Hook, which would have been Obama. Yeah. But they refuse to believe 9-11 conspiracy theories because yeah. of all the reasons we talked about earlier. Yeah. If you believe one, you've got to at least entertain the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's my problem and why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, we sit here and talk about 9-11. I mean, the inside job. I mean, you can't say that and then deny that there's no substance to Sandy Hook. Yeah. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. And again, it kind of like we talked about, we'll look the other way and let this happen. A sacrifice. Yeah. Do I think Obama planned it? That makes no sense. <laughs> no. A president of the United States outside of probably 
Woodrow Wilson and FDR is never going to purposefully plot against their own people. I digress. Now, Las Vegas, I could spend three hours talking about the, what the hell was it called? The Route 91 or something? Uh, Mandal- Mandalorian Bay. Mandalay Bay. Man- yeah, Mandalay, not Mandalorian. She's Mandalay Bay. Uh, Stephen Paddock, I'll say his name. I don't think he did it. I don't think at all that he did it. And you want to talk about conspiracy theory. Maybe, maybe we'll dive into this in, in, here soon again. But Paddock, they've never said why he did it. We're four years after the fact now. Has it been that long? Yes. It was 2017. Wow. And they've never said why he did it. There was never anybody that had any idea of motivation. And just look up who was at Mandalay Bay that night. And you'll see someone with a Saudi Arabian nationality. And you'll say, huh, doesn't that sound familiar? Just a bit. I put SARS, COVID, coronavirus 19 on here. We don't need to get into that. My last question before our final segment real quick. Is this all simulation? (laughs) Have, and I asked you this last weekend, who's to say that a million years ago, because people just not subscribe to, there's no specific dates in the Bible. Like, I don't care if if it's 6,000 years or a million years. Like, it doesn't matter. How long is a day? Yeah, exactly. How long's a year? Yeah. Who's to say we haven't done this a million years ago and then we got fucking fucked up and we're doing it all again? Yeah, have you seen those conspiracy? I mean, I, I don't know if you really want to call it a conspiracy, but just the theory that life was originally on Mars. <laughs> sent sent Adam and Eve over on a uh, in a pod, and that's how life on Earth was started. I love it. I love it. Question everything. Be ungovernable. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild to think about that possibility, but I think I think it's important for people to think that way. Just because it helps you kind of put things into perspective. And what we're going to put into perspective right now are three events in the 1990s. Oh, boy. That I was told on Twitter by someone that I was talking to to look into. Waco? Well, actually, it should be reversed. Ruby Ridge, Waco, and the OKC bombing. Yep. Context. Ruby Ridge was essentially about a guy that was supposedly in the um, Aryan, like, basically the American, like, white supremacist club, which I still contend, hot take, it's not illegal to be a part of. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it's it's illegal in some countries in Europe and in Israel to be a Holocaust denier. Like you'll go to prison. I mean, a bit extreme. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. That's all I got to say about that. But, um, and essentially, they he he didn't show up for court because they claimed that he was selling shot. Sawed-off shotguns. Um, what a man. Yeah. I mean, this guy's an American hero. And um, it turned into like a 10-day standoff at his land in Idaho. They killed his wife. Uh, they killed a U.S. Marshal. Yeah. Um, I think it said they killed their his 14-year-old son. Yeah, I think it was saying that um, there was a shoot, like, the start of it, kind of, there was a shootout between his son and the marshal, I believe. Yeah, and that's that's how the him, his son and the marshal died. Yeah, and so these people was what the Weaver family. Yeah, they their, uh, their friend, I forget his name. Yeah, they they lived in Idaho and like basically they wanted to live off the grid, be left alone. We're anti-government as fuck, and. Etc. Waco, most people know the story of Waco. It was a quote unquote religious sect mm-hmm. that was led by an extremist who thought he was a prophet. And they had reports from a newspaper in Waco that there was child trafficking and sex trafficking and child abuse. And they were able to lock in on and prove that he was distributing supposed, again, supposedly, illegal arms, which someone explained to me, if the Second Amendment exists, how is there any such thing as an illegal arm? Anyways, I should own a nuke. Yeah, recreational nukes are infrastructure. And basically the feds couldn't get into this Waco compound and so they just lit it on fire. Threw some tear gas in that bitch. Yeah, they they killed everybody. They lit kids on fire. But but it was it was them that it was uh, those inside the cult, if you will, that started fire, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So these people on Twitter, they want us to watch like four-hour videos about yeah, come this. on yeah and i'm like oh my god i'm all for this stuff but like i mean my time's valuable <laughs> so i did d- d- dive into this though now i dove into ruby ridge and waco because they sound very much like something i would be a proponent of and lou how do you say the last name Horiuchi? Lon Horiuchi. Lon Horiuchi? Still alive. Uh, a sniper for the FBI, hostage rescue team, and U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. Um, was somehow at both Ruby Ridge and Waco. And in 1994. No. Where is that? Because I know this date, and I was like, oh, really? So, 
he was charged with manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter over his killing of Vicki Weaver from Ruby Ridge. Yep. The U.S. attorney filed a notice of removal of the case to federal court, which automatically took effect under the statute of removal jurisdiction when the case was dismissed by the U.S. District Judge on May 14, 1998, who cited the Supremacy Clause of the Constitution, which grants immunity to federal officers acting in the scope of their employment. That that is that doesn't make any sense i mean that's completely against anything i can fathom the decision to dismiss the charges was reversed by an end bank panel the ninth circuit ironic which held that enough which held that enough uncertainty about the facts of the case existed for him to stand trial on state manslaughter charges. Ultimately, the then sitting Boundary County prosecutor, uh, Brett Benson, who defeated Woodbury in the 2000 election, and decided to drop the charges because he felt it was unlikely the state could prove the case and too much time had passed. Yagman, the special prosecutor, responded that he could not disagree more with this decision than I do. Do you, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? No. The Ninth Circuit granted Boundary County's motion to dismiss the case against him on September 14th. You can probably guess what year. 2001. Three days after 9-11. Wow. (laughs) You can't make it up. Uh Uh-uh. Um... Honestly, that was what did it for me. I don't even care that he was at Waco. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that they dismissed the case on September 14th meant they wanted it to go unnoticed. Oh, yeah. Now, Absolutely. Conspiracy theory deniers say, well, that's because they didn't want, you know, it was an easy time to do it. They didn't want, you know, to. to get a rise out of the public. No, 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 no. You are not allowed to believe in coincidence when you do what we do. When you talk about what we talk about. We talked earlier. I said, I said we'll, we'll be circling back poor, or take a shot. Pisaki. Not bad. Um, I said we'd be circling back <laughs> to this. Conditioning. <laughs> Conditioning. When we were talking about 9-11. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is an a one example what's amazing about this also is that well let me read this three of the 12 expended 308 winchester shell casings that the texas rangers reported finding in the house were at perucci's position so this is talking about waco Mm mm-hmm Yep. However, officials maintain that they could have been left behind from the earlier use of the house by the Bureau of Alcohol to, by the ATF snipers on February 12th, 1993, and that would it be and that it would be nearly impossible to match them to his rifle, as it had probably been fitted with a new barrel since that time. <laughs> so they just assumed that there was a new barrel on this thing. Huh. Assumptions. Assumptions. One other aspect of this that I want to talk about. 
The head? Not the head. The guy that Biden appointed to head the ATF yep. was involved in Waco, Ruby Ridge, Oklahoma City, and Fast and Furious. Hmm. This guy, David Shipman, took a picture with the carnage from Waco holding a long rifle. Psychopath. Yeah, he kept talking pretty... about fifty caliber rifles. Yeah. He kept talking about this is a perfect opportunity to arrest people before committing crimes rather than responding after the fact. If he were to, you know, become the head of the ATF, he's a mega anti-gun guy. But it's all just coincidence, right? Of course. Come on. Now, you looked into Tim McVeigh a little bit. What do you got for us? Well, I, I mean, just kind of basic. Timothy McVeigh, and if you, I mean, you're talking about Ruby Ridge, you're talking about Waco. Uh, basically, this is a guy that thought, you know, the government completely, I don't know if you want to say overstepped, but the government handling of both of those situations was just inept. Yeah. Uh, what you, I mean, you could almost, I don't know. At least that's what they say anyway. Um, I mean, they considering they burned Waco to the ground. Yeah. But, so, basically what they say is, Timothy McVeigh, I mean, even if you look at the talking about this Lon Horiuchi guy, he was at gun shows giving out his address in hopes that some patriot would take care of it. I don't know <laughs> if you saw that on there. Um, but anyway, as a result of all this, it's said that uh, he was the one responsible for uh, the Oklahoma City bombings. He's the one that put together what was it? Uh, why can't I think of the name? The Ryder truck rental Ryder. Yeah. Uh, all the all the fertilizer. Put it outside that Marab building, lit the fuse, and then ran away in a car. Yep. But, I mean, there have been, I believe, there's an eyewitness that says they never saw him. Yep. Uh, people are. I've seen. I've seen. Uh, People say they're, they, they've heard additional explosions. There were, on the seismograph in Oklahoma City, there were two more tremors that were after after the initial bomb had gone off. Uh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Another, people saying that the fertilizer bomb, there's no way that it could have caused this much destruction. All this basically, it kind of points to, in another way, that this guy... Not, I'm not saying the CIA created him, but he was a fall guy, an undercover operative for the government. Yeah. I mean, he was he was in the military. I, I saw accounts of people saying that he said he was out of the military, but he was still working in the military. He was part of a black ops, black ops missions. Uh, I, I just think, I think he was a fall guy, but he essentially, I think it all boils down to 
another way for the government to try and take away freedoms. He was the first one to be basically labeled as a domestic terrorist. Or I won't say that. Sorry, he was first executed domestic terrorist. Yeah, he was. The f- he was. He's still the only um, human to ever be executed by the United States for terrorism. And he, I mean, I don't know. Which I mean, terrorism. Well, apparently, according right to the government right now, you and I are domestic terrorists. Oh. <laughs> That's not even a question. We're proud of it, though. So, I mean, uh, it's basically. I mean, there's a. They believe there was a militia movement, and all this, basically, to introduce some anti-terrorism legislation. Yeah, and that's that's what I started to gather when I was looking at this stuff. Is I was like, okay. Look, we can talk about all the um, coincidences between all this, but it's not as obvious as like 9-11 is or the Titanic. Are there coincidences? (laughs) Well, we don't think they're coincidences, but the 90s, I think one day will be looked at as the beginning of the end of the United States and I think it starts here and did Timothy McVeigh actually do it I mean Pooh was and I were talking about this before the podcast started um, and there's probably three bands of thought he did it and the government loves it he was gonna do it and they said okay let's just let it happen or he didn't do it and he was the fall guy yeah. I think the middle one sounds the most likely. And looking at the last, I don't know, 15 years yep. of domestic, actual domestic terrorism and uh, mass shooters, mass killers, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a common theme. You know, I don't remember his name in Parkland, and we're not going to mention him because he 100 percent did it. That's not that's not really a conspiracy theory. Or, or you know, we could talk about uh, Sandy Hook. I mean, we could talk about Virginia Tech. We could talk about a number of places. There's just no damn way <laughs> that nobody knew that these things were going to happen, and it's almost like someone said, "You know what? Just." Keep that on the down low. Well, you think about, I mean, you think about what they labeled Timothy McVeigh as. Yeah. I mean, basically a militia movement guy that, I mean, just a a patriot, if you will. I mean, and you think about what was going on in Waco and Ruby Ridge. I mean, that all kind of correlates to what they're talking about now. Doesn't it? And that's that's in the end of our notes for the end of the episode. What do, what does it mean? You know, we titled this section "The '90s: A Forward of Tyranny to Come." Ruby Ridge, Waco, OKC. What does it mean? Ruby Ridge and Waco, separate 
well, depending on who you ask, separate um, happenings that had similar outcomes. Yeah. That we've been told led to Timothy McVeigh becoming even more of an extremist and basically boiling. Just, it was boiling hotter and hotter and hotter for him. And he just couldn't take it anymore. He wanted to do something about it. He was an anti-government, quote, unquote, anti-government guy. Sounds about right. No fucking shot. My theory, and a lot of other theories, the feds, the FBI, they looked bad, real bad, after Ruby Ridge and Waco. Yeah, they fucked up. (laughs) Big time. I mean, I don't want to, like, look into Waco and look how many people died. They killed a lot of people. Yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. They needed the public sympathy. Then everybody said, oh, man. How we got to we gotta protect our people. We got to protect our, our government officials and our, our government employees. They're just like us. They're our neighbors. Yeah. No, they're not. The USPS is a government terrorist organization. Okay. <laughs> it took me 25 episodes. No I hate nobody more than the USPS. Somehow these sons of bitches are in debt. How is that possible? I have absolutely no idea. But they are. Unreal. Yeah. And they still just keep raising, you know, the price of of stamps. Even though they, they need to be figuring it out. Yeah. No shit. The Postmaster General... Is the equivalent of Hitler. <laughs> hot take. Yeah. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's the truth. Well. Well, you know. But they needed the sympathy. Think about it. Okay, see, people talk about it nowadays as, well, you know, it's dangerous sometimes to work for the federal government. Yeah. I'll bet it is. Yeah, it's I'll just tough. fucking bet. The problem that they faced was it still wasn't enough of a situation to garner mass surveillance. Yeah. Hence, 9-11. Yep. And now, 20 years later, 2021, 26 years after OKC, 20 years after 9-11, January 6th. Eight months <laughs> after the quote-unquote January 6th quote-unquote insurrection. They're rebuilding the narrative to what they wanted it to be. Because here's the reality. Most, no, not even most, all of the elites are white. Oh, yeah. So how are they going to deal with the problem of being white and their race and their ancestors and themselves being responsible for the suppression of black people and and other races. They're going to push it all onto us. They're going to push it all onto you, the Whiskey Rebellion, Gaz and Press audience, and say, well, 
these people, I mean, they they like people like like Tim McVeigh, like the Weaver family. Mm-hmm. They they think they did the right thing. Look at how they vilified Trump. You follow the history of Trump, and, and I'm I mean, I've said every episode. I think I don't want to prop Trump up, but but this is just fact. Trump is not a fucking racist, okay? But somehow they turned him into one. Yeah. And because we support him. We're racist. We're racist. But they're not because they oppose him. Right. It's 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 a strategy of communism and Marxism and elitist strategy that we have faced throughout history, throughout the history of mankind that we're up against. Mm-hmm. It's not just a modern problem. If 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 we're going to progress, we have got to dismantle the United States of America. And I don't care if there's five countries that come out of it, one country, two countries, whatever. Whatever side we're on, we've got to be in what we meant to build. The freedom of people, of business, of of of, of thought. Yeah. Because we get told over and over again that the biggest problem with our conspiracy theories, because people like to listen to them, is the end. What's what's the point? What's the plot? Right. What's the final part of this? And I mean, I'm reading through Twitter and, and, and Facebook, and people are like, you know, you people just, there's there's always, well, then look into this and this and this. There's never an end. Okay, I've got one question. What the fuck do you call the Patriot Act, Homeland Security, and the NSA? Control. That's it. That's everything right there. They got part of what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, for the elites to succeed, they need a race war, class warfare, and an enemy. We are the enemy. We've been the enemy since 1776. And for a while, we succeeded. But then... The Titanic sank. <laughs> the Industrial <the, the> <laughs> Revolution happened. Abe Lincoln was killed. The Titanic sank. JFK was massacred. And here we are in 2021. <laughs> and I think... That's what everyone needs to keep in mind. And what, what, what we really want to dive into in this, this episode is, yeah, conspiracy theories. I truly believe the two big ones, the three big ones here that we focused on mm-hmm. are real. Oh, yeah. And some of the smaller ones, you know, I mean, I got, like we said, Sandy Hook, I don't know. Now, Las Vegas... <laughs> We'll get back into that at some point. Yeah. And it was fun to talk yeah. about flat earth theories. It's fun to talk mm-hmm. about, is this all simulation? You know, you sit there and Mrs. Benevolence doesn't like to think about it. I love to think about how big the universe is. And like, isn't it just kind of wild that we're just here? That makes sense. But, but they're going to, the leftists are going to tell us, well, it's all just evolution. <laughs> 
we're the only life in the universe, as far as we know, but it's all just evolution. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet. I, I, what were you going to say, Good Liz? My only thing, this re- relates back to the Big Bang Theory, is I don't understand, I mean, you talk about how if Earth is, I mean, I mean, they talk about if Earth is like a fraction of a degree off of its axis, you can't sustain life here. Yeah. But just from <laughs> the clashing of atoms creating the universe, just by by chance, one one fraction, the tiniest fraction of this universe was created that could sustain life. And let me take it one step further. I feel like it's Friday night and we're hitting dingers right now. <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about this for a while. So we're told to believe the science, right? Yeah. But isn't the number one theory of physics that matter cannot be created or destroyed? Yeah. Okay. But they told us and they continue to tell us that the Big Bang was pop, was probably the size of a pit. Well, where did everything come from then? How is that possible? Uh, yeah. It's not. You know, you and I have talked about, who's to say God didn't snap his fingers and then the Big Bang happened? Let there be light. Know. Yeah, there be light. I don't really care. But these people want to make you and me audience all of you out there they want to make us feel like we're nothing they want to make us feel vilified Mm -hmm. they want to make us feel alone and i promise you and we've talked about this before i try to bring it up as much as i can we're talking about this you're talking about this there's a lot of other people talking about all this yeah do not become governable and we say that all the time Hopefully one day we have a, a fucking apparel store that says be ungovernable. But I don't Why even not? say I don't even say it as a joke. I mean it. You know, we know somebody, I'll tell you later who it is, that is basically being guilt tripped into getting the vaccine. They don't want to, but they're being guilt tripped. Okay. And it pisses me off that's one, that someone is willing to do that to somebody. Yeah. And two, this is the problem with conser- the conservative movement. Is it's, okay, well, one more time. One more time. And you know, every morning when I go to work, I try to listen to to my my worship music, get mm-hmm. in the mood, get in the, get in the groove for the day, and like, pray before I go to work and just God keeps telling me just keep pushing just keep pushing just keep pushing and I don't don't know if you feel that way but he just keeps saying like no what you guys are doing is important and I I just if it wasn't we talk about something else but you talk about 9-11 and the reality behind it you talk about the Fed the Titanic the, the, the 90s supposed quote-unquote white supremacist movements yeah. it's just 
It's too damn good to be true. We've got to be ungovernable. We've, yeah. We've got to push hard. Don't take what they say as truth or as life. Yeah. Yeah, you see, I mean, <laughs> all, of, all for it. I don't know. It's something that I was just thinking of this as you were talking about, you know, uh, God and the creation of the universe, basically. And like you said, it, I don't care about how it was done, but I care about why it was done. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking about relating that to what we're talking about this entire episode. I mean, like people, like you're saying, what's the end? I mean, don't worry, don't think about how it was done. I mean, I, I don't know how to rephrase that, but think about why all yeah. of this is being done. Yeah. And, and they've, they've trained Americans to not think about the why. And ultimately, that's, that's, that's a massive difference between intellectual levels, to be honest. Is the why you're doing yeah. something. You know, I will say that is a a benefit of college is you learn the why of behind your degree. I, I I will agree with that. It's critical thinking though. Yeah. And yeah. why why are we being portrayed as this? Because the elites they've got it all. And now their biggest challenge is taking down the freest, largest, and most dangerous people to ever roam the earth. Yeah. Us. Yep. You're right. Wow. It's just been uh, (laughs) unreal, actually. How the fuck are we shooting at... We're past two hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big oh time. God. Big time. Uh, this was a great episode. I think so too. And you know, I'll tell you what, we'll be back at it. Yeah. Twenty six coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be back to if you want to call it normal reviewing <laughs> reviewing the world as it is, which is on fire, as yeah. we say, the yeah. fading empire. Um, but you know. It happens every week. We look forward to it, but the elites are just going to give us content at the time of the episode. So, you know, I can't tell you right now what we're going to get into, but I know it will be given to us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, that's exactly right. The elites are just going to give us a ton of free content and y'all are going to get it for free. And the Gazette Press will never have ads until someone's willing to pay big fucking bucks for it. And (laughs) this podcast will never have ads until someone's willing to pay big fucking bucks for it. You know, who knows? They, they claim that September 11th, supposedly people like us, you know, quote unquote, new domestic terrorists are going to rise up on September 11th and bomb everybody. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we don't plan to. So, I don't know. Watch out. Just Justinian recreational nukes. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, check us out. Gaz and Press. 
It's always an honor being here. Always fun being with you, Pooblets. Ain't that the truth? Always. Always. And um, get strapped or get clapped. Be ungovernable. Make sure you buy those guns. You know you got to buy the ammo. Buy crypto. Hey, it's crashing right now. On sale. Go get it. I thought you just said it was up. It was up two weeks ago. Now it's back down. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, oh, early in the episode? Yeah, you're right. Well, I just got a notification that Binance was up 11%. Gotcha. Which isn't really saying much because Binance is up and down every... Binance is up and down, but, you know, unvaccinated sperm is up 21,000%, so... This is true. This is true. I mean, they they give you like 300 bucks for that. (laughs) I don't... uh... (laughs) I, I don't think so, but, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what it is. Fuck the system. <laughs> That's what this whole episode was about. Isn't fuck it? the system, fuck the elites. <laughs> you know, uh, once again, every week here, I, I, I just need to make sure everybody knows. <laughs> and I, I got to say it clearly, so I'm, I'm going to get close in here. Please don't mind it, but there is no such thing as government funded. It is taxpayer funded. That yep. being you. Yeah, the Taliban are flying your helicopters. Yeah. How does that make you feel? That should piss you off. I want a refund. <laughs> Send a bill to the IRS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Keep this in mind, friends. Uh, stay strapped or get clapped, as yep. Benevolus always says. And with all of you guys, we know that the gas may fly forever. <laughs> <laughs>